when you deposit money into the bank, they required by law to only keep just a certain percentage, usually average of 10% as safe deposit, where, and then they lend out the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. So your money is making them more money, Correct. right? And they give you so-called interest that's like 0.000%, right? Which is very, very little. So banks just keep making money off the people. But what we, one of the goals of making this video is not to really like bash the bank as such because it's a business, right? Right. But for you to be aware that you need to take control of your financial destiny this year, mm -hmm. right? You need to not just keep your money in the bank and let the bank just keep profiting off you. You need to start taking some of that money and investing it to yourself and flipping it to yourself and multiplying it to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can grow your money and make yourself rich and not make the bank rich. Right. Hello, Rich Friends. Welcome to another episode of the New Rich Podcast. I'm Dr. Uyi Abraham, and here's my co-host, Dr. Faith Abraham. Tis I. Hey, Rich Friends. Good. How was your week? It was fantastic. Busy as usual, playing soccer mom, volleyball mom, and all the other mom hats I wear. How about you? Wow, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's one of the blessings with having an amazing wife. <laughs> You know, so you pretty much just help to organize the kids, yeah. organize the family, yeah. making sure the, you know, that typical soccer have, mom, yeah. you know, soccer mom, volleyball mom, and uh, band, band mom, mom and <laughs> navigating all of that oh, yeah. with oh, uh, yeah. with a husband and, you know, businesses mm -hmm. and everything in between, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a balance, balancing work you do out there. Oh, yeah. It's a juggle, but it's worth it. I, I feel like um, I do that to free you up yeah. and to really allow you to do your thing and, you know, lead us as a family uh, the way that, the, the you know, in to towards the vision that you set forth like so many years ago. So we've been married for 18 years. This will be 19. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a vision that we had for the marriage. And one of the things that I made sure to do was to say, okay, let me do as much as I can to free you up so that you can execute. And thank God you are an executor. So I'm grateful and thankful for you for to that. Thank you so much. Wow, that just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I do appreciate you too because you make it so easy to be able to you know run businesses and serve our customers and empower people. And knowing that the home front is, you know, is well taken care of. And I do really appreciate that, you know, that you do that. Turning your knowledge into revenue is supposed to be a seamless experience. But you're stuck dealing with messy tech and the frustrations of tying multiple tools together just to create and sell online. Using multiple platforms to run one business wastes a lot of time and money. With Fonza, simplify your online business and delight your customers one platform to run your business effectively. Start your free trial now at vonza.com. The best all-in-one business platform. And uh, 
Today we're going to be talking about a very, very interesting topic. Interesting. Uh, to be your own bank. Yes. You know, it's a very common cliche out there now. Everybody's talking about be your own bank, be your own bank, be your own bank. But I feel like people are not really kind of breaking it down, what that really means to really be your own bank. And how does the bank really make money off you so that you can learn some of their tactics or their strategies exactly. so that you can also be your own bank and instead of them making money off you and giving you pennies for the dollar, like literally, you can, you know, make that money and keep that profit on your own self, right? Yeah. So and you guys make sure you stay to the end so that way you get all of the ways that you can literally be your own bank and implement some of the strategies that banks use to increase their income so you can increase yours. Yeah. And the bank is the only entity I know of that can make money off a customer over five times, right? right. You know, they yeah. just always find a way to make money off you, yeah. right? And don't fall into this thing of free checking and free this, free that going on out there, right? Make sure you always read the, fi the fine print. Fine print. You know, because it might be free checking, right? But they always have ways to try to make money off you. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be sharing some of the ways, of course, this is not exhaustive. Right. But we're going to be sharing some of the ways that banks make money off you mm -hmm. so that you can learn how to be your own bank. So let's go to number one. Number one is loan, right? Yeah. So you put your money into the bank. Mm -hmm. So you can literally go right now, put $10,000 into the bank. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to loan, you want a loan of 10,000, the bank will charge you interest yes. on the loan. They charge you interest on, you know, <laughs> on your car loan, your house loan, any kind of loan you take from the bank. Even though know, you have money with them and you have a lot, a lot of money in them, as long as it's a, it's a loan, the bank takes and makes money off you. And let's 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 slow down a little bit, right? Because the truth is when you get the loan, you get you are being charged in various ways, mm -hmm. which is income for the bank. Yeah. So you get charged in an interest fee mm -hmm. for the bank mm -hmm. because of the loan. Mm -hmm. Then you get charged the curation fee mm -hmm. of the loan. Origin, origination fee. Okay, yes, origination yeah, yeah, fee. Yeah. I don't know I said curator. But yeah, yeah origination yeah. fee from mm -hmm. the bank. Yeah. Now, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. if you forget to pay the loan, you get hit with, with a fee, a uh -huh. non-pay, a late fee. Late fee. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. And then notice that... And, and sometimes too, sorry, sometimes too, they also charge you a early, um, there's a word to call it. Yes, when you pay, when you pay off your loan early. Earlier, uh, yeah, earlier, earlier than, than um, the stipulated time. Correct. Yeah. So in one loan, <laughs> yeah, the bank can make... Okay, let's count it out. Okay. If you go get a loan from a typical you get the bank, loan. they'll charge you origination fee. Origination. They'll charge you interest. Correct. They'll charge you closing fee. Correct. They'll charge you interest or a fee or penalty sometimes if you pay it off before the stipulated time. Correct. So you have to make and sure that... And then you also have... There's a late fee too if you uh, happen to miss a payment. If you miss a payment, late fee. So the bank can make money from you five ways. Off of from one One loan. single loan. Five ways. Looking at that is... <laughs> you see why banks, they make so much money? And why they have some of the tallest buildings and the, yes. the lobby politicians and stuff. Because yes. they have so much money. So one loan 
can make the bank five income streams. Correct. So when we're talking about multiple streams of income, <laughs> the banks have been doing and this all along. it's funny because they understand sidebar. Multiple, it's funny because so well. on social media, people love to say, oh, multiple streams of income. Yeah. Like, y'all getting mad at us for telling y'all the truth, but here's the truth right here. Like, this is it in black and white. This is literally happening to you. Yeah. So your home loan, your house loan, if you get a motorcycle, if you get a boat, if yeah. you get personal loan, if you get a... Um, a it's there on the tip of my tongue. Any loan. Yeah. Business loan. It comes with fees. And it's like five different streams of income yeah. from one thing. Yeah. Which is why I tell my clients all the time. Yeah. One business, guys. One business should have multiple ways. So actually, this is the business. And then the business should have multiple ways that income comes in. Wow. Okay. Wow. Sidebar, we're back. Yeah. Another way banks make money too is to charge maintenance fee. And, you know, <laughs> in the 21st century, like, banks don't charge maintenance fee. Mm. Most bank accounts, even though they claim is a free checking, mm -hmm. right, is just a guise to be able to, you know, make you keep that money in the bank. Correct. So what they typically do is this. It's okay, it's free checking, but... You must maintain a certain balance monthly, monthly, or you're gonna be hit with a maintenance fee. They'll say a certain amount monthly, or you need to have a direct deposit, direct deposit coming in, or a certain number of debit or card a transactions debit card a month. Transactions. Yeah, and if you don't meet them, they're gonna charge you maintenance fee. They usually typically so they're go making from you eight dollars for your money exactly. <laughs> typically eight dollars to about twenty four dollars on average, mm -hmm. right? They charge you those maintenance fee, which doesn't make any sense. What are you maintaining? Is a digital currency, right? So remember the other day, uh, we got a card in the mail from Regions Bank, mm -hmm. right? And they were doing these promotions, whereby it's five hundred dollars. They give you $500 if you open up an account with them and you maintain an average of $1,500 for at least six months, right? Correct. So at first, when I got a card in the mail, I was excited. I said, hey, baby, Regions Bank is going to give you $500 just to open a new bank account. And it sounds so amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Sweet. banks are finally just being very generous and stuff, you know? But when, when I... When we start looking at, because we're businessmen, businessmen or women, we're entrepreneurs. We start looking at the fine print and kind of thinking a different way. Mm -hmm. We're like, no, this is not like they're giving you $500 to open up a bank. Right. Look at the stipulations, yes. right? Including you have to maintain $1,500 for six months. Correct. So that $1,500, they're going to profit and make their money back and make profit of over $500 yes. in that six months. Then another thing they're doing with that promotion is that they're also getting a new customer. Yes. And if you know right now, if you're running ads or doing marketing, sometimes it costs them thousands of dollars in marketing spend mm -hmm. just to gain one, one customer. customer. So right now, they only just mail the card in the mail for probably 50 cents, mm -hmm. right? And now they're giving you a coupon, a voucher for $500 just to open up a new account. So it's cheaper for them to invest $500 in you to acquire you, knowing that over time, they're going to make their money back. Yes. And not only do you have to keep that money there for six months, which they're going to profit, but then they're going to try to sell you 
a credit card, mm -hmm. a debit card. Mm -hmm. Every time you swipe that debit card, the banks make money off you. Mm -hmm. Anytime you Same swipe thing. the credit card, they make money off you. Yep. The interest, they <laughs> yep. make money off you. Then they're going to try to sell you some kind of CD, money market or something mm -hmm. for you to put that money there. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to try to sell you auto loan, life insurance, mortgage loan. So you can see that they were kind of giving you $500 as a bait, knowing that over time they're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars from you right. if you stayed long term and then you begin to get all these different loans and mortgages and all of this stuff from them mm -hmm. so you see how banks make money and i think you as an entrepreneur rich friend right that's something good for you to also utilize in your business as well right what can you give out in advance as a bait to your customers to bring them in, right? Knowing that on the back end, you're going to make your money back plus profit over time. That's what this bank did by giving $500 voucher, knowing that you're going to spend it. Look at Starbucks too, mm -hmm. right? That's one way Starbucks make money, gift cards. Yep. I saw a report one time that gift cards was you know, a big percentage of uh, Starbucks profit. Correct. Right? Because with gift cards, I'm going to give you a Starbucks gift card for $20, Knowing that when you go there, you're going to go with two, three other friends, mm -hmm. and then you're going to end up spending A 40 or $50. Then what's on the card. Then the other thing is people forget about their gift cards. They lose they their lose gift cards. So gift they cards, don't even redeem it at all, money. which is free money. So someone has paid money for the gift card. It's lost. It's unredeemable. You can't find it, what have you. And so now that's money that Starbucks has, has already collected. So that's part of their profits. Yeah. I don't know who them people are because, Chad, you give me a Starbucks gift card, I'm spending it. Yeah. I'm going to Starbucks probably like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what they're doing. They do. You know, because they really it's want you business. to come. Because yeah. it's, it's more profitable, profitable for you to come and spend it than for you to exhaust it. But it's to make profit of that anyway. Because they know that you're likely or most likely not going to come by yourself. Right. And you're most likely going to spend more than what the gift card entails. Mm -hmm. Now, another way that banks make money too is from financial planning. Because a lot of people yes. don't know that. When your income, when your deposits exceed a certain amount, usually $50,000 to $100,000, right? Then you're going to start getting calls from your bank representative, your bank branch manager and stuff. What they're going to do is they try to sell you some financial planning, some, you know, portfolio thing, uh, you know, Roth ROA and all of all this other kind of stuff, right? Thing. And then they get paid for the services that they offer, mm -hmm. right? And we did another video and you should check it out of why you should not keep money in the bank. Yes. Because this is one of the reasons why, because bank just keep making money off you. Now, let me show another one too. They also make money with your, your money, right? When you deposit money into the bank, they require by law to only keep just a certain percentage, usually average of 10% as safe deposit, where, and then they lend out the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. So your money is making them more money, Correct. right? And they 
give you so-called interest that's like 0.000%, right? Which is very, very little. So banks just keep making money off the people. But what we, one of the goals of making this video is not to really like bash the bank as such because it's a business, right? Right. But for you to be aware that you need to take control of your financial destiny this year, mm -hmm. right? You need to not just keep your money in the bank and let the bank just keep profiting off you. You need to start taking some of that money and investing it to yourself and flipping it to yourself and multiplying it to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can grow your money and make yourself rich and not make the bank rich. Right. And I think that's a, that's a really big thing that we all have to understand. Our rich friends know this. You know, you have to really be a, a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. Yeah. And that includes operating differently, seeing yourself differently, knowing, hey, I am a millionaire. And as a millionaire, I operate like this. I run my money like this. I am a biz. I think Jay-Z said it. I am a businessman. Yeah. Man, like he's the business, like you are the business. So you have to operate that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just got to know how other people move too. Yeah. So that you can always be a step ahead or at least be very cognizant of what's happening around you. I, I, I'm telling you, you know, one of my dream is to one day own a bank, mm -hmm. right? But a different kind of bank, not like these traditional banks that just, you know, take your money, make a lot of profit from it, make it even difficult for you to get money from the same bank you, yeah. you did, right? But a bank that everybody wins. Right. Whereby if we make money from your money, we really pay you decent interest mm -hmm. for making more like maybe more like a community bank or a credit union, yes. how they should have or how they should be, whereby the members benefit from it. Mm -hmm. But traditional banks, all they care about is just making money from your money and without really thinking about how they can really help you to grow your finances. And that's the difference between um traditional banks and community banks and Credit unions, community banks and credit unions are owned by members, not by shareholders. So that means that that allows them to do more good and be more inclusive as far as what their clientele, you who has a bank account with them or a loan or what have you, you are able to benefit from that as just as much as they are. Awesome. Okay. I think that's going to be it for this episode okay. of being your own bank. So my final word for you today will be instead of allowing the bank to use your money to make them rich, you should rather use the bank's money to make yourself rich. So be your own bank. Pal. All right, rich friends. See you in the next episode. Oh, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. And tell five other rich friends about the New Rich Podcast. We'll see you next episode. See you there. <laughs>